Hey, 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 Brandon Belize. So here you're living your best life Friday, September 30th, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, right here on the West Coast. Just back from the My Studio Business Summit. I have lots of cool things to share, lots of cool things to share. But let's begin by sharing my sponsors for today's show. Of course, we have Market Muscles, Stephen Reinstein and the gang out there on the East Coast, simply the best in website design. You know, I know there's a lot of companies out there and everybody will tout what they tout, but you got to, you know, really take a look at, at the integrity of the people that you're working with. And that's it for me. I mean, honestly, we had the big discussion about that with my studio. And when two had brought the idea to me, of course, it was very young. It was a new idea. I, I had no hesitation because the relationship I have with the people at my studio runs much deeper. And I knew the integrity of this team would produce an amazing product. Here we are three years into it now, a little further. Uh, God, it was 2017, 2000, so about four years into it. And what an amazing product that continues to get better and better and better and better right? Get it done is better than get it perfect any day because until you get it out there and you're testing it and trying things, you're never going to know, especially with technology. And I think that's the big challenge. And, and I want to call us out on that. You know, some of us are tech challenged. And when we see something come on to the market, we instantly imagine it should do everything and change our tires, right? And it simply does not. And when I speak to school owners and I hear the frustration with software, I don't live in that frustration because I understand the way technology behaves and I'm cool with things, you know, the updates, when things freeze, when things don't happen, right? When things go down, I'm cool with that because I understand that is part of the process. So if you can embrace that, then I believe your scope broadens and you begin to look for people and environments where the culture is strong and you recognize they are going to do what they say they're going to do. They're going to put money in the product. They are going to advance it. And now, um, one of the things I learned at the My Studio Business Summit, mass rank update. You know, that's something you've all been pushing for with My Studio and it's happening. It's happening. So that's coming out, in, I think, four to six weeks. So that to me was my big yeah, yay moment. Because right now we painstakingly, if you don't put uh, belt ranking in your event, you can't update all of them at once in a mass update. So that's good stuff. Kids love life skills. You know, one of the big takeaways for everybody at the My Studio Business Summit, write this down. We do not have memberships, right? We don't have fees. I want you to call it a tuition investment. Write it down now. Write it down. Tuition investment, okay? Write it down. Write it down. And for everybody coming aboard, hey, say hi. Let me know you, where you're tuning in from. Uh, make sure that you are sharing this with as many people as you can. That's important. We got Respect Martial Arts, SoCal, California. All I'm seeing is Facebook user, Marco. I'm not seeing their name. I'm not sure why. Maybe you, you can work on that for me. So tuition investment was a big one. I heard a lot of people call their instructors, coaches, instructors, right? I, I would encourage you to try to move away from that. Let's start calling ourselves teachers. Now, honestly, I dig it. I don't know if you remember the 1970s Kung Fu films, right? Where the voices never matched uh, with the, the way their mouths are moving, but they always said, teacher, teacher, right? It was just like, nobody ever said Sifu or Sensei. Nobody ever said master. It was 90% of the time it was teacher. And I feel a deep kinship with that because we are teachers, right? We are teachers. So if we can position ourselves, and, and ironically, in Kenpo Karate, I'm an eight degree black belt. So my ranking is professor. Now, you know me, I'm not big on titles, but you know, like a good soldier, I fall in line and follow their protocol. Having grown up in Kenpo, I cannot tell you the street credibility I have when people address me as professor. It take It goes a really, really long way. So those of you in jiu-jitsu that are called professor, rock and roll. Utilize that because words like professor, words like teacher go a long, long way. So tuition investments. And what's the other one? Teacher, right? The other one is teacher. And then last but not least, my sister Elsie Accounting, Sister Tish, uh, she's getting through some eye surgery. My nephew threw a baseball, hit her in the eye. She wasn't paying attention or he didn't know she wasn't paying attention, but fortunately surgery, surgery went well and she's better. She's on the mend. LC Accounting, 
great bookkeeping. So what is today's show all about? Today, we're going to dive deep with Zach on Google, setting up your Google business page and potentially running an ad as time allows. Now, one of the things, one of the many, 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 many things I learned at the My Studio Business Summit, all the data, we had Code Ninjas, who has 500 locations worldwide. Now they teach kids to code. The neat thing is they use a martial arts belt ranking system. So you could be a white belt in coding. You could work all the way for four years and become a black belt in coding. I bet that helps the retention tremendously in this coding school, right? And they do summer camps and everything like that. So I thought that was really, just really, really cool. Really cool. And then we had um, Tiger Rock, who has 40 franchisees, you know, across our hundred. No, they have a hundred, a hundred franchisees. Then we had Encourage that has four of their own locations, I believe, and then like 40 affiliates using all their systems. Then we had uh, John, I don't say his name right, Prosh, Prosh, great man. I hung out with him. I want to get to know him better. But John's school had 40 professional karate. Um, I don't remember the, the, the full acronym, but Again, all the data they collectively across the board agreed upon 30% of new students leads trials come from digital marketing. The other 70, the other 70% is things like in-house events. Now, my studio, Encourage Martial Arts would say their platform is all about every month they have a Friday night, you know, nuclear dodgeball night, buddy day night. So they're constantly nurturing that because once you capture their information, if they're coming through a My Studio event. Now you got to know when My Studio was originally set up, it was set up that way. It was strictly supposed to be for events and stuff and communication. And they recognize early on that that 70% of marketing cotton candy machine that we do in the community, sponsoring Little League teams, in-house events, booths, all those things. That's the 70% that we should be spending our money on, our resources on. They even go so far as when people choose to work on the weekend, they pay them more because it's beyond what their normal um, job description has. So they see the value in it. Now, you know me, I say, don't market one way to 70 people, market 70 ways to 70 people. So yes, you should be doing digital marketing, but 30%, that's where you're going to get leads from 30%. I think we've been taught and we've been mystified to believe that digital marketing is the end all be all. And it simply is not. It's one of many, many ways to market. I use Chase Center as an example all the time, who, who is the where my Golden State Warriors play. Chase Center, that's not digital. It's live. It's there. What does Chase Center have to do with basketball? Co-branding. So I want you to be mindful of that as we hop into this today. You know, be very, very clear. We had a Google specialist. It was so cool. Ashley, we had a Google specialist at the My Studio Business Summit. And she talked about the secret sauce, right? Know your demographic, identify their needs, and then you're the secret sauce. And you tell that story. That's how you you you, you cultivate your refine your recipe. Your secret sauce is your story, right? And how do you serve that? Right now, Bully Awareness Month, one of the great posts I just produced was confidence is one of the best bully defenses out there. Okay. So building confidence through martial arts and life skills learning is a great tool to achieve that. And we have the pictures of people looking very confident. So again, you're telling a story. I'm very challenged when I keep seeing Photos, stock photos with 1999, three classes and a uniform. I'm very challenged by that. Very, very challenged. And again, I believe the shift into Google, which is a really good thing for me anyways, one of my belief systems is if I go like this and I'm here and I'm in Facebook and I'm scrolling, I don't care about martial arts. It's not on my radar. I'm not thinking about it. I'm just mind, you know, mindlessly looking for fodder and reels and TikToks and stuff to just amuse me for a minute. But if I go to Google specifically, I'm searching for something. Okay. Now we're not going to get into this today, but another thing I've been seeing flying all over the internet is what? Voice recognition. That's a big one. 41% of the searches are done through voice recognition. Take out your phone. I've been doing a lot of that. I've been talking to Alexa using different key search, keyword searches. I look for fitness kickboxing in San Francisco. One place comes up and it's like 20 miles away. Hmm, I wonder why Alexa's got that. So I want to know 
Where do I have to be? Now, there's so many services out there. Pay us this. We'll get you on all the search engines, highest voice recognition, blah, blah, blah. I don't believe that's necessary. I believe if we mined enough data, we can do that. So far, what I've uncovered is Yelp and Yext. Yelp and Yext, Y-E-X-T. Those are paid services, but they're free as well. I know when I go, hey, Siri, kids martial arts in San Francisco. One possibility I see is one martial arts on Taraval Street. Is that the one you want? Awesome, right? But the key thing is, I said the word martial arts. Let's try this one. Hey, Siri. Hey, Siri. Kids karate in San Francisco. Hey, Siri. One option is one martial arts on Taraval Street. Dun, dun, dun. So there you go. Kids martial arts, we pop up. A uh, kids karate, we pop up. Let's try another one. Hey, Siri. Chill. Get that. Could hey. you try again? Hey, Siri. Children's martial arts in San Francisco. One option okay. is AB Mix Here's what martial I found. Arts Academy on San Bruno Avenue. Want to try that one? Nah, so see? Now look, we didn't come up with that. I see AB Mixed Martial Arts, Manuel Reskin's Karate. So I, I think it's the keywords thing and I'm going to challenge Zach on that next week. We're going to dive deep on that, okay? Because I want to figure that one out. I know I do it a lot. I do it a lot now with my phone. So 41% of the searches are coming through voice recognition. We're going to figure it out for you. We're going to give you info on that next week, okay? Let me say hi to everybody, then I'm going to bring Zach in. Hey, Alyssa, what's happening? Alyssa was at uh, the My Studio Business Summit. Glad to have you here. Yeah, Rockland Academy of Martial Arts. Yay. Yep. From Ontario, Don O'Neill, succeed in martial arts. What's happening, sir? Jason, it was nice seeing you, sir. Uh, we walked. We do. We walked down to the waterfront, and that was just brilliant having dinner with you and Ashton. Anybody else here? Who else is here? Everybody live, you're aboard. Please uh, share this with as many people as you can. I got to see Zach at the My Studio Business Summit. Always a learner. That was another big takeaway. Everybody there is a learner. They love to learn, whether they had 500 franchisees or 100. Everybody believed that learning is the key. If you don't learn, you stagnate. If you stagnate, you stop growing and your business, what's going to happen? So you've constantly got to grow. You got to open your mind. And somebody, Jason, made that comment to me. And to me, it's every day. But Jason said, you know what? A couple of people said to me, you were the only speaker that was here day one and day two at 9 a.m. and listened to every speaker who spoke. Damn right. I'm there to learn. Sure, I'm there to share. I understand that. You know, I come in there and I teach and I share and I do my thing. But why would I squander the opportunity to learn from other people? Why? My papa used to say that. I don't care if freaking, you know, Mickey Mouse is teaching class. If you're here to learn tonight, you will get something out of it. And so I'm there to learn. So you're right, Jason. I'm the guy up front, bright and early, right there with everybody else learning. Because also, I believe in leadership by example. And by me being there and learning for my own benefit, not to, you know, hey, everybody look at me. I'm Sandra Dean. No, no, no. I'm there to learn. And the fact that I learned so much just excites me. It inspires me to no end. James Walker from the Rocky Mountains, Resilient Martial Arts. Welcome to the show, sir. All right, let's get Zach in here. Let's do this, Zach. Oops. Turn that camera on. Oh. oh, Zach was there. Now he's not. Zach's there. Now he's not. So again, share this with as many people as you can. As many people as you can. Because we, we want to get people involved, right? And, and things like the Disruptor Group. I saw a lot of people join the Disruptors after this event. Join the Disruptors. Did you know? Somebody said there's close to $300,000 worth of usable systems and documents under files in the Disruptors. Why don't I promote that? Because I want you to be a critical thinker, man. Ladies, I want you to get out there and think. So if you go to the Disruptors and you don't go into the files, that's your own damn fault right? Go in there, study that stuff. There's so much like my first year instructor's training experience. Ooh, my birthday party for four to six year olds. Ooh, there's a lot of good stuff under files, right? A lot of good stuff. So go in there, be a critical thinker, look for the data that you need and apply it to what you do. Cool, cool, cool. All right. And another thing coming up while we're waiting for Zach to get dialed back in, what do we have coming up, Marco? It's time live balance. 
It's our eighth anniversary. The eighth, the eighth anniversary, right, Marco? Eighth anniversary for It's Time Live Believe. Yeah. So we got that coming up. That's going to happen April 15th through 18th, 2023, right here in Millbury, California, five minutes from the airport. Four days. I kid you not. Four days, 20 people. Very intense. Four days, 20 people. Are you going to be here? Who's going to be here? Right. I think we're, we already got 18 spots. Uh, not sold, but there's 18 spots left. Cool. Are you with me? Make sure everybody's here. See if we can get Zach back in or Marco. Let me know what's going on. I'm looking under private chat. What's, let me type it in. Or what's going on? See what they got to say to me. So be mindful of that, right? I, I know I'm my own best investment. So the people that come spend four days here with me, it changes their life. We're not talking about the glitz and glam and lights of Vegas. And Vegas is fun. Please don't ever get that wrong. But I do believe the most cohesive, optimal learning environment does not. Does not. Right? Does not. It simply does not for me. I don't want to be all dumbed down by lights and, and recycled air and, and the noise and people smoking in the casinos, none of it. I want to be in the woods with a journal with 20 people building relationships, really discovering my why, who am I, what am I about, and really ask myself, why am I stuck? Why am I not at the level of success I truly want to be at? And yes, we will write systems. Yes, we will do curriculum development. Yes, we will do staff training. Yes, we will work on your brand and your culture and your why. Yes, we will. We'll do all of that. But really, the combination of that with the personal development, 20 people, four days. Put the link in there for them, Marco. Get signed up now. Success is something you plan for. Make no mistake. Success is something you plan for. Cool? All right. I'm going to show the other things I learned at my Studio Business Summit while we're waiting on Zach. You know, we had Chad E. Foster, who went blind at 22 years old. He has a book called Blind Ambition blind ambition. And when he knew he was going blind at 22 because it was hereditary, you know, at first it was horrible for him, right? But he recognized my disadvantage became my advantage. He said, you know what it's like walking through an airport with a big giant German shepherd? You know what it's like to go into a restaurant? I'm seated first. He said one time he walked into a restaurant and he had this big giant German shepherd and they told him, you know, there was nothing available within two minutes. He had a table. He's the first one on the plane, different things like that. And he said there is an advantage to that. But what I think what's brilliant about this man beyond that is there's no excuses. He skis double black diamonds. I barely can ski. And this guy who's blind skis. He developed a way for apps to communicate better with blind people, which has improved the job market for blind people with so many Fortune 500 companies. This software he developed. Think about that. He was the first blind person to graduate from the Harvard business program. Wow. I mean, just, you know, here we are with two eyes, ears, everything. But he said the big kicker for him was when he went to get his seeing eye dog, there was somebody there who was blind with diabetes right? They went blind because of the diabetes and they were waiting on kidneys and they were going through dialysis. He goes, whoa, 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 I'm only blind. And we got my other faculties. Another person was blind and deaf. He said, whoa. And that really put it in perspective for him that there was nothing he couldn't do if he helped and viewed his disadvantages as his advantages. Powerful, powerful, right? Very powerful. So, I, you know, for me personally, I want to be extremely mindful of that. All right. And if you have any questions, put them in there. I can't tell you how many people I sat with at the My Studio Business Summit who asked questions and picked my brain. We had Candice from, from Mitchell from up in Canada, and she bought an in you know, three locations during the pandemic from her, her teacher was a gym she trained at, and she's a world champion kickboxer. And just to see somebody so hungry and open-minded to learn and grow and not asking just the right questions, but simply asking questions. I'm the first one. I'm in the front row going, uh, can you explain that better? Can you explain that? I never want to be the smartest person in the room. That's ego. That's silly, right? That feeds your ego for the time you sit in that darn room and then you're off and running. 
right? To me, every day I wake up is a blessing. I want you to wake up today and know that, you know, you get one more day, right? Somebody said that, I don't know. I saw a video where he said, you know, every day you wake up, you've won the lottery because you get one more day to do this. Somewhere, somewhere right now, somebody's dying today. This is their last day on earth and you get one more day. Wow. And I don't want to say that in a morbid negative way. I want to say that in a very deep, positive, grateful way. I am so grateful I was given another day today. And today I was in there teaching kickboxing virtually and somebody came in live and they were in the class. So I'm, you know, trying to see our next pivot. Uh, we get rid of masks tomorrow. Masks become optional, right? Yeah. We've still worn masks, but masks will become optional. And we're going to figure out how to do a hybrid live virtual class for our fitness kickboxing next to the next big pivot, right? I'm on to the next big pivot. Cool. Let me take a deep breath. It's good to have all the new people here. Who else is aboard? Say hello. Put in your name. Let me know where you're tuning in from, folks. I see Alyssa, James. I see a lot of people sitting in the cloud. Say hi. Let me know that you're here. Put in the name of your school. I love giving those shout outs. So as I got to thinking more and more, you know, about how we can 10x, for the lack of a better word, that 70% of in-house and community-based marketing. You know, I, I recognize for me, I'm not doing any of that. Right now, since the pandemic, we were not doing buddy days. We're not doing parents night out. We're not doing any in-house stuff, but we're going to change that. We got a Halloween party. We got a holiday party coming up. We're going to do a bully workshop this month. But what we've had done really, really well is we're in the community. One of my staff just hit me up and asked me if they could use the cotton candy machine next Saturday at their high school dance. Well, at first I thought it was a good idea, but you know what my wife said? That's crazy. That's a huge liability. So guess what? Yours truly is going to go out to this high school dance and dole out freaking cotton candy. But that's another story. All right, Zach's ready. We're going to bring Zach back in and we're going to make this uh, I'm here. I can see myself. Awesome. What happened there, Zach? Sorry about that. Um, I had to switch to my laptop because I don't know what's going on with my desktop. But I was, my video wasn't working. So oh. I figured it out. I, we adapted and uh, we're, we're here. So cool. I'm happy to be here. Cool. So, Zach, I, you know, I think Google is one of the most overlooked um, methods of advertising. Mm -hmm. But I think the big thing I've learned, it's not simply running an ad. I know the ads aren't glamorous. I want to just start there. Why do you think Google sets it up where you can't overproduce these ads and, you know, the way we can at Instagram and Facebook and TikTok? Why do you believe Google culturally has us do these really, I, I mean, they're boring, aren't they I boring? Think yeah, I mean, it is boring, but I think Google's more, they never want to be seen as something other, um, other than a tool because it is a tool and people, you know, when you use Google, you're only using it for search. People like for Google, they want their app, like as far as advertising business, it should be organic. It should be based on the, re the reviews. It should be based on how optimized your website is. It should be based on all those things other than paying for advertisements. So you can pay for advertisements and, but people will know when it's an ad on Google because it says ad on the top. Right. And, and I heard mixed reviews. Did you hear that comment mm -hmm. at, at uh, that Lynette said at the My Studio Business Summit? She said, hey, sometimes when people see you're at the top of the list, Don't but it says right ad under it, they scroll right past it. Right. Why do you think psychologically people do that now? People because people like think ads. you're just buying the space, right? It doesn't exactly. mean it's people good. Know. People know what's real, what's, what's authentic. And I think what she was saying about the reviews People go right to the reviews. Like when you're on Amazon too, you're going like for the, buying, buying any type of product or looking at any type of service, you're always going to go to the reviews first. So I think where the reviews should be the the, the forefront of like advertising your business. Right. But they, ne they didn't really dive deep on that. So mm -hmm. what do you think should be the system or process? And let's start there just because I have these questions at the forefront of my brain. How do we consistently get reviews? I think for just uh, I think me I think for me like one thing that works well that I could work well um you know in dojos is having a QR code not asking people like hey you like you need to leave us a review but just saying hey are you enjoyed with our service here are you enjoyed with the classes you can leave a review and this is a QR code that takes you to to the Google page. Oh, I, I like that. I haven't yeah. done that one yet. I think that's cool because you know how many parents will stand there talking to me right. telling me how wonderful it is today and how great the class is, so we can just simply segue into really. 
you really like the class today. Would you consider possibly just scanning that QR mm -hmm. code and, and leaving us a review? Yep. It'd, be, it'd be so kind. It'd be, yeah, again, like it, especially if you just like leave it right where you're, the parents are sitting on a pony wall, put it right there. Or just, you know, when they first walk in somewhere where it's easy or in the bathrooms or wherever else you put it where they would typically see it um, would work well. But like not nothing in your face where you're just like, oh, you need to leave us a review. You you can get this or get that. This yeah, we did that. One, genuine yeah. thing where it's just like if they feel like they are genuinely happy with the services, they just leave a review. Yeah, yeah we got that one year, and 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 I tried something out of my character where we said, you know, you leave us leave us a review. We're gonna put your name in a hat. You know, winner's gonna get three months membership. And somebody called me out at social media to go. Wow, isn't that kind of cheesy? Mm -hmm. You know, you're getting people to write a review so they could enter this drawing, right? Yeah. Or we were giving away T-shirts. I don't know what it was, and it really made me rethink that one. You know, mm -hmm. it should be organic. People should genuinely love it because I find they write a better review. Yeah, you know, when we did exactly. that, some people were just giving us five stars and saying nothing. But well, when they feel that deep emotional connection, and you watch them write this freaking three, four paragraph review. That's pretty badass, exactly. right? Exactly. Like, yeah, that's, that's actually generally based on their experience. Instead of I'm writing this review to get this free item, you know. Yeah, because honestly, a five star review without any kind of copy is weird. Mm -hmm. it, it's like what? It, it has no legs for me. And also, yeah, and if people and people will notice that too when they're looking at the reviews, if they just see a lot of five star reviews, but there's no content behind it. There's no substance behind it. It's just a five star review. Maybe it's just like you know two or three words. People will recognize that. And people know that those those are there, there's those types of um, tactics where you you're, you're trying to get reviews off of like offering this free product or a discount or whatever else. Cool. People people can notice that. People see that. People see a ton of five star reviews, but no actual review behind it. People people can see right through that. Right. So other so, than the QR code, what else can we do to consistently get reviews? Do you put that in an automated email after their third class one month? I mean, at what point do you start asking new people for reviews? Definitely. Um, I think I, I would say after first month or two, I, I would send a, I would send an email saying like, hey, are you satisfied with our services here? Um, if, you, if you have anything you'd like to share, you can leave us a review um, on our on our business page, on our Google yeah, page. So, cool. You know, one of the services that Code Ninja recommended was that Live 60, Live 360 or something. I'm going to do a demo with them because fundamentally, I think we need to survey more in our business. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't like surveys because I get billions of them, right? Freaking everybody sends me a survey. But I recognize it is vital and the people that will not just simply delete it, but will take the time to answer that survey, whether, you know, you send out to a mail list of 3,000, only two people survey. It doesn't mean that data is not valuable because only two people give it to you, right? So I think that's something we need to do more. I'm never in the San Francisco location. So to, to get that data is really important, mm -hmm. really important. But they have a service within that where you can also cultivate reviews. Yeah, so I love it. And where, then else, I where else can we do that? So the emails, the QR code. Um, I think also just if you have a good review too, um, you can all like, and I, I did this, um, I think I did this two or three weeks ago, our last, during our last, uh, video call or during, during our last, um, success number sleeps, we went over, I did, a, I put a post together for a review and I kind of, you know, I just put together, you know, a nice graphic with the review, the five stars. And then, you know, in that post copy, you can put in, it's like, if you, if you want to share your own experience, you can also post that below. And I love that too. Maybe, maybe you can post that in a disruptor group. That'd be very, I, I saw it, but mm -hmm. I didn't see the copy that said, Hey, you know, so-and-so loved us. And if you love us too, then, mm -hmm. you know, feel free to. Yeah, I'll, I'll post, I'll, I'll share cool. that in there. So you guys very can cool. see it. All right, but Zach. Yeah. So, so that's another way of interacting just through, through another platform. Cool. So where do you want to begin? Um, so I know you were kind of talking about voice recognition, you know, talking about Siri, talking about, you know, the voice, voice searching through Siri, Alexa, um, all those types of searches. Um, so I was, you know, I was thinking of like, what, what ways can we, what ways can we bring our search results to the top using, using voice searches? You were saying we got about 41% of searches are done through voice recognition search. So I was just thinking, um, so I did a little bit of research last night, just kind of trying to figure out some different ways. Because um, I definitely don't have a lot of experience with voice recognition search personally, Me but either. I decided to, you know, dive in and see what I could find. So what I found is, um, and this will kind of tie in with, with uh, setting up the your business page as well, your Google business page. So this all kind of ties together. So this all works pretty well. 
So, um, so more and more people are using Siri, Alexa, and Google voice search um, as an easier, faster way to search the web. So if people are there in the car, people are taking care of their kids. They don't want to always have time to type in. Um, the search is a little faster, it's easier. So um, being on the go or being preoccupied with other tasks, people are finding it easier and safer to use voice search compared to typing it in. So as a business owner, it is important that we that you have your business page set up and optimized so your page will appear when someone asks Google, find me the closest martial arts gym, or when someone asks Google, where do I, can I find the nearest self-defense classes? So one large factor. So I think, so I have six, six, uh, six points where, um, that can help your search results through voice, voice recognition. So one large factor though, influence results when search through voice is making sure your business page is optimized. And, um, so you can do that through your business page. So if you have your Google business page set up, and I'll go through that in a little bit. But if you have that set up, um, making sure that you have a nice description for your business page. So making sure you have some good keywords such as martial arts, self-defense, fitness, life skills, child development, those types of examples. Um, so when people search your page using those words um, that that's in the description, they're more that your business is more likely to appear um, higher on the list. So you're saying under the description, not so much why or you want to keep real nuts and bolts keywords like kids, mm -hmm. karate, martial yeah. arts. So well, you want to include it still in a, in like a paragraph format. So it still should be Correct. should all tie together. You do want to have those words still in there. So when people look it up, you know, those keywords where people will be looking up martial arts or people will be looking up fitness, making sure those words are somehow incorporated into the description. So it's making not sure so much. I mean, the Google will Google search because of my posts. If I post consistently on my posts in my Google business page, if I put kids, karate, kids, karate, kids, karate in my posts, or you're talking about just under your description, just the description. Because is that what Google's feeding right to the description? Well, that's part of it. So description is part of it. And then ratings. So ratings and reviews are also very important. So people regard reviews really highly and can influence the decisions between doing one business over the, another. And then another factor is um, to produce good results is making sure your business. So, so making sure your location is included in your business profile. Yeah, but so now, now that it's in Google Maps, doesn't I, I know you have to set that up, but... Mm -hmm. No, that should, yeah, that'll be in Google Maps. So if your business profile is already set up, that will already be in there. But if, if for someone who hasn't done any of that, most people will have it set up. But for people, anybody who hasn't, making sure that's included in there, because when someone searches near me, that's going to, you know, that's going to be tying to their to their GPS on their phone. Right. So right. so that's also important. Um, and then make, so then there's a few other things. So making sure your website also, so this is more of a backend thing. So if you're working with market muscles, wherever market muscles already does a pretty good job with SEO work on their end. But if you don't have a website through them, just making sure whoever's developing your website, making sure they have proper SEO work done from the back end. So making sure they also have those keywords on the back end of your site too. Yeah, I think that's important, Zach. You, you know, I had that conversation with Steven at one point. It was very brief, but you know, I think what makes Market Muscles website so unique is they don't try any black hack tactics. I know a lot of people say you want backlinks, you want backlinks, you want backlinks. From what I'm studying now, Google actually frowns upon that. Because mm -hmm. what you're fundamentally saying is I didn't set up this website right to begin with. So you're right. I think the foundation of a great website when it's designed, see, we may not see it right up front, but on the back end, if it's coded right, if everything's laid down right, that builds trust with Google mm -hmm. because it's native. And they go, okay, you get us. You know what you're doing there. The back end's designed. Our spiders, our algorithms go, hey, that's a Google-friendly website. I dig you, right? Is that right. true? I mean, do, 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 do you also believe in that? Yeah, no, I do. I do. I, I think, yeah, not – I think – you know, being genuine with that and making sure, yeah, not, not just backlinks, backlinks, but still like in SEO, um, there's a lot of different factors that go into SEO work, but it's making sure you're having those keywords implemented. This is the biggest thing. Making sure you're having those keywords as far as your, the name of your academy, as far as, you know, martial arts, as far as life skills, as far as whatever types of services you're offering, make sure just the keywords are not as much, not as much backlinks, but th that also ties in with Google search. So has that changed with the Google search? Cause you, you know, I've seen, websites where it says kids karate like a thousand times on one freaking page is that no longer necessary can you say it once on a page and 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 the algorithms will go cool yeah no you don't need to say i think it becomes re repetitive and annoying when it's done 300 times especially when it's unsearched so someone looks at your page they shouldn't see karate 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 they should see you know kids martial arts uh, fitness kickboxing you know they should see a variety of different things instead of just 
karate a million times. Good, because I watched one page where somebody, it was a kid's karate page, but they mentioned adult self-defense, fitness, kickboxing camps. I'm going, this has nothing to do with the kid's karate page. Why is this here? Right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it should be on the camp page. It should be on the fitness kickboxing page. Yes. But you don't mix it all together on every freaking page because yes. you, you want it to search. Yeah, I'm just saying, yeah, no, definitely. Like if someone, you know, if you're running an ad or something and if you're promoting a certain, you know, program, you know, that should link to your page. Or if you're, if you, someone goes through your page, they're looking at your page and they have, you know, a subheader that says, you know, kickboxing, if they click on that, that should go to the kickboxing page. Cool. But cool. yeah, no, I completely agree. So descriptions, um, review, location, mm -hmm. SEO on website, what else? Uh, making sure your website is mobile friendly. So um, again, market muscles, I can't say enough about them. Yep. They, you know, when they build your website, it's going to be uh, mobile friendly from, from the go. So, but that's also really important because people are searching from their phone, especially if they're people, if you're, what we're talking about is voice search. Most people are doing that from their phones. Yeah. So and I agree with you, Zach. I can't tell you how many school owners so proudly show me their jacked up Wix site. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, yeah. you're, you're, you know, you got to get beyond that Wix. It's horrible. It's just, it's a horrible website. Why would you even use that? I mean, it doesn't represent anything. And a lot of those things don't come across mobile friendly because, yep. you know, you didn't set it up right. Yeah. So I agree with you. It's got to be mobile friendly mm -hmm. and it's got to look great. I mean, we're always having that conversation. Hey, you know, I'll send stuff to Mark. Hey, this didn't come up right on the mobile version. Can you fix it? And they will. That's why sometimes you look at a website on a desktop and go, damn, that, that picture is huge. Well, because on the cell phone, it's not going to show up right, right? If it's not for the balance. And we've had that discussions too. Yep. On, and so, yeah, so that's incredibly day. important. And also that will also factor in um, in your search results too. So if, if you're, cool. if, you know, Google will notice that. Google's really smart about that. They'll know, you know, if your site's mobile friendly, you're going to, that also play a factor. And when you're searching it, that'll also play a factor in where you're going to be placed in the ranking. Cool. And then, so these are all things like, you know, these are all things you guys have more like, you know, just a general small business owner has more control over. So these are kind of things that, you know, if your business, if your website isn't mobile friendly yet, these are kind of kind of steps you can take where you can kind of get your um, site optimized to perform best um, online on Google. Cool. And then, um, then last thing I have is this how, so this is the sixth point and it says, how long, how long does it take for your website to load? So if it's a slower loading site, you know, if you have making sure your files on your site, if you have images, making sure they are optimized, making sure they are sized correctly, because if you have a very large images on your site that not, not necessary for your screen, just making sure they're downsized, making sure everything's loading properly is really important too. make sure everything has a fast loading time, because, again, Google will notice that, too. And if your site loads too slowly, um, it's going to it's going to again be moved on the list. So those are all things that, um, that you guys have control over. I mean, there's, you know, as far as SEO work, that's more something that you need someone with a little more expertise. Um, sometimes you need somebody with a little bit of coding experience to do, um, depending on what you're using as far as um, who's hosting your site and everything. But as far as everything else, um, you have pretty good control over that, especially when, you, when we get into um, the Google business page. So we can kind of go into setting up a Google business page for people who haven't already or people just like just want to try to figure it out. They just don't know where to start with that. So I can... Uh, I have like a step-by-step -step shared. And Zach, since we had a little difficulties, can I get you to come back next week to continue yeah. this? Cool. Yeah, definitely. Right on. Right on. So let me hear, share screen. I'm doing it from my laptop, so it'd be a little wonky since I don't have two screens, but we'll figure it out. We will figure it out. All right, share. All right. Are you able to see this? No. I can't. I can can't see it. Marco, is there any way to make that happen so we can see that? See if you can figure that out. Here. Let me try one more time. Share screen. Share. Window. Share. I'm not seeing it on this end. Hmm. Well, if I can't figure this I oh, I, for my oh, if you have the um, share, yep, and share the the um, share screen. It should yep. share a Chrome a Chrome tab. Yeah, so I'm going to share. I'm clicking on the blue button, share screen. I'm going to Chrome tab. Yeah, and let's see here. 
Do you see it? Do you see it now? There it is. Nice. Thanks, Marco. All right. So let's see here. All right. I think this works now. Okay, cool. So basically what you need to do first. So this is going to be a step-by-step of how to set up your Google business profile. So if you never got that set up yet, um, this is kind of a step-by-step. It's, it's honestly really not that complicated to do. Um, Google's Google's pretty user-friendly with all their things. So this is, has no exception to it. It's pretty user-friendly. Um, but yeah, so Google has its own resource for managing your business account. This is um, So if you go on google.com slash business, um, you can access your business profile that way or you can set it up. So from here... Um, so first of all, you do also need to make sure you have a Gmail account created that you can associate with your business account. So if you haven't already, just make sure you do that. And then you'll be able to sign in um, by going on google.com slash business. And that's kind of, this is the landing page you'll end up on once you go onto the page. So again, google.com slash business. So you now, go on there. That Google friendly email, does it have to be the name of the school like Brandon at one martial arts.com? No, it doesn't have to be. Um, you'll, um, you can go into that later, but I mean, if you, for me, I would like, I would use a Gmail that's associated with the school just for, just for everything to be cohesive. Right. But I'm saying using the full spelling of one martial arts, does that help better, you know, with optimization or anything? No, no. It's just going to be, that's just going to be the account you're, man- that's just basically the account you're going to be using to manage your, your, um, yeah, because I think we're going to change all of them to OMA.com. Right. For Gmail. Because it's okay. shorter, easier to type yeah. in. It's, it's a pain in the butt. My email is professor at Walmart. It's just what a pain. So mm-hmm. I want to change everybody's. Cool. Yeah. So, so you know, yeah, no, your the Gmail, whatever account, email account you use that you're going to attach to the business profile, um, the name of your email doesn't necessarily matter because that's just going to be oh. used in the account. Okay. So, um, so yeah, but basically you're going to, so this will be like the landing page and you'll just go to the blue manage now button. You'll just click on it. And then from there, um, yeah, you'll sign in with your account. And then the, the next thing will prompt you to is to find and manage your business. So if you already have a website up, you'll, pro- you'll be able to find it through the search bar. So you'll say type in your business name and then your business will probably pop up. So you just type it in and you click on it. If you, your business doesn't pop, pop up, just type in your business name and then you can kind of figure that out. Um, we'll get to that later. But yeah, you just want to type in the business name, um, whatever the name of your business is. And then, are, are we missing a step here? Because I remember when I was first setting it up, I set it up the business, then Google mailed me a postcard. So we will get to that coding. actually. So that that's still that is still part of the process. They will okay. email you. So that's part of the verification process. Right. So they sent okay. me a postcard because they wanted to verify the address yes. as being yes. legit, right? Yep. No, and you will, and they still do that. So, so, um, that's the most common thing they do is they send you a postcard and then once, you know, in four or five days, once you get that postcard in, then you'll verify that way. Um, and then another way you can do it. Um, so that's most like majority of the time, that's the way they'll do it. But then, um, every once in a while they'll have you do verify through video or they'll have you verify through call. But most of the time they'll, they'll just send you something in the mail. So for most cases, you'll just get something in the mail and then you'll, you'll just put in the code that way. But I dig it, right? Because they want to be trustworthy. Yep. Everything that I'm studying about um, Google is they want to be trusted, right? Mm-hmm. They want people to trust when they search at Google that they're getting the right information. So that's why the verification mm-hmm. video through a phone call or you know sending it in the mail. They want to verify you're legit. And that's mm-hmm. really cool. I, I dig that integrity. Just yeah. Think. And I think with Google too, is again, like what I was saying earlier is Google wants to be viewed as, they don't want to be viewed as an advertising platform. They want to be viewed as a, as a tool. They want to be viewed as a tool people can use, people can trust people. Like that's why everyone uses Google because they trust it. People didn't trust it. They would have gone to yahoo.com or another one. There's a reason why Google is used the most. Cool. People, people trust and people know that they're going to get the results that they want from it. Cool. So um, yeah. So from there, you're just going to find your business. You can type it in. Um, if you have your business, if your business already has a website, it'll probably pop up here. And then from there, you're going to uh, enter your business category. So for martial, so for, for to pertain to martial arts schools, um, you'll probably type in fitness gym. There's, I'm pretty sure there's not a category just for martial arts schools, but you can do type in fitness gym. You can type in the closest thing you can get for that. And then from there, um, do you want to add a location, customer visit, like a store or office? 
Um, so this, since you're offering a service in location, make sure you click yes for this. If you were, if you were a business that was traveling to location, so if you were a plumber or something, then you'd click no. But since you guys are offering services in location, make sure you click yes here. And then where do you serve your customers? Optional. Make sure you're putting in your location um, of your business here. So again, this is pretty self-explanatory. This is a step-by-step -step process. Type in your type in your location here, your full location and, and address. And then from there, you're just going to add your contact information, so your phone number, and then also enter. So for your website, this is where you're going to enter your URL for your website. And then stay in the know. They'll, this will be the next step. And they'll just say, they'll just ask you if you want to have updates and recommendations for the, your business on Google. And you're just going to click, I would click yes. Just um, so that Google has any recommendations for you as far as something you can do better or uh, better optimize your Google page. Um, it's good for, it's good to, to stay in the know with that. Yeah. And that's uh, one of the yeah. things I've really enjoyed. It'll tell you that, you know, this photograph got 200 views or mm -hmm. you know, this month, here's your insights. And mm -hmm. they, I think what they're saying organically and culturally is we want you to be educated on that. Yep. Look at that picture. Why did it do really well? You know, and, and ride that wave. Right. I think that's one of the coolest things I've enjoyed about our Google page is, is getting those type of insights sent to me in an email. Like somebody cares. Somebody's looking out. Someone's saying you could do this better. But it's not just this random bunch of copy. Right. It's really geared specifically towards you and, yeah. and the action you have going on your Google business page. 100 percent. 100 percent. So, yeah. So after that, basically, um, so that's when they're going to end. That's when they're going to ask you to verify. So then from there, you're going to end. This is most of the time they're going to prompt you just to enter in your mailing address. So just enter your personal mailing address in here um, and then they'll mail you something to you. And then so your your business, your Google business um, profile won't be up right away. They'll, you'll actually need to wait a few days just to verify with them to make sure you're not a fake business or making sure you're not. Um, making sure you're not breaking any of their standards, their practices or anything like that, making sure you're not breaking any rules as far as the images you're uploading or making sure they want to make sure you're an actual brick and mortar location. So that's really important too. And then, yeah, so they'll send you the postcard. It'll be on its way. And then once you get that, you'll be able to enter the code you'll get from the postcard and be able to verify that way. And then from there, um, after that, you'll be able to add your services. So you can add whatever services you offer as far as you'll be able to, um, You'll be able to add custom services. So if your services that show up are not directly pertainable to your martial arts school, you'll actually be able to add a custom service. So again, you can add kickboxing, you can add martial arts, youth martial arts, karate, you know, so on and so forth. And you can just add. And I want you guys to be mindful of that too, because I think too many times martial arts school owners they're thinking that buckshot marketing mentality. So even though I don't teach Muay Thai. They'll put freaking Muay Thai as one of their words because yeah, we we teach to you to kick. Come on in, right? I yeah, that. I wouldn't. Yeah, I would advise not to do that. Um, Highly advise you not to do yeah, that because right? people will people will be annoyed when they search Muay Thai and then your school pops up and then they go on your site. They waste their time going on your site and they see that you're not actually offering that as a service. They're going to be a little annoyed and also they're not going to trust your business. Right, but a lot of people still do that. I'm going to encourage all martial arts school owners to stop that. When if somebody calls you and they say, Hey, you know, I'm really interested in Muay Thai. Oh yeah. We, we, we teach you to kick. We have bags and you know, we punch and kick. Yeah. Just like it. Come on in, take a trial. Cause they feel yeah. like once you're there, they're going to convince you, please don't do that. Please yeah. don't do that. I, I think it hurts our industry and it hurts your business individually. Yeah. I completely agree. Yeah. No, again, anything that directly pertains to your business, include it. If you don't, if it doesn't just, don't just fill space to fill space. Make sure it actually has, actually pertains to your business, actually has meaning to your business. Put that in there. And then from there, you're actually, they'll ask you for your business hours. So you're able to do that from here as well. So you can add business hours. Um, so you let your customers know um, you're open for business, what what day, what time, and everything like that. So from there, um, you can also select add messaging. So that customers message your business on Google for free. And you know that that's free is a free service, so I don't see any reason not to have that turned on. So I would turn that on, 
And yeah, I um, think the challenge with that, you know, we know that scam has been running around. I've got four kids and I want to sign them up right now for private lessons and group classes, da, 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 da. And you follow up. And the big thing they're saying now is, oh, I'm deaf, so I can't call your school. And I, I mean, I get at least two to three a week now between both locations. And it's yeah. the same. And they That's go to both locations. Change. What's the trip is they're hitting both locations with the same message. And you know it's a scam. So that's mm -hmm. the downfall. And try to it be- It is a downfall game. messaging. You know, calling is always going to be the most genuine form. But again, um, another another avenue of um, people being able to contact you. Yep. So it's just another avenue at that. Um, that's the way I look at it. Yep. And then from here, you can add your business descriptions. Kind of what I was talking about earlier when people are searching. When people search for your business, you know, your business description, that will kind of contribute to people when they're searching as far as search results, making sure you have a strong business description, make sure you're clearly defining the services you're offering um, through the description and um, make sure you're having those keywords also incorporated into that. So making sure, you know, you're mentioning martial arts, you're mentioning whatever services you're offering, whatever, whatever are the strengths of your academy, making sure you're including that in the description. And then from there, you're also able to add photos. And then so you, um, from there, you can add photos out of, out of you know storefront photo of your academy some in um some photos of actual classes you know some up close photos um all those types of things and then from there google will it won't upload right away to your google account it will actually take a few days because google's team has to verify making sure there's um nothing against their standards yeah it's so cool i mean it's cool i don't care how you want to slice or dice it it's cool i mean they they have a lot of loyalty to their brand and they pro they protect it fiercely Mm -hmm. You know, they protect it firstly. So uh, I'm big on batching out photos. You know, I find if you have action and traction going on at your Google business page, that will also improve your ranking, correct? Yes, correct. Correct. So if you have more people visiting your page, you know, the higher up you're going to um, go on the results. So make sure you're having traction, making sure you're having traffic inside your page so you can get people onto your page. That's always good too. So, and that kind of incorporates with ads too. So if you run ads, there's going to obviously be more people on your page, which also incorporates to your page yeah. ranking. So. And I've worked with Google experts on ads. Can we jump into that next week? Because yep. you know how you set up the three ads and mm -hmm. right, you're working with that. So let's focus on that next week. So let's stay with the setup right now. How often do you believe you should be posting at your Google business page on a weekly basis? As far as posting, you mean like updating photos? Well, no, you, you know, you have, here's an offer. You know, oh, you know, um, uploading an offer. Um, updates, right? And we mm -hmm. can book stuff just, just like you would at Instagram or Facebook. Oh, yeah. So it's like, so as far as like checking your, I would say I, I would check, I would check your business account weekly, you know, at least once a week and just be looking at, you know, making sure one big thing is if you're getting a bad review, making sure you're addressing that right away instead of letting it sit there, make sure you're addressing that. You know, uh, making sure I would say updating photos probably on a monthly basis. Mm -hmm. So, you know, updating photos, adding fresh photos, because, again, people will be looking at that, um, you know, and also you'll be able to see what photos are performing well, what are not performing well. That's um, crazy. I've got one group class, 30,000 views. I don't know why. It's just a freaking. That's, big yeah, no, that's great. <laughs> that's I don't know why. I have no idea. I have yeah, no it's idea. weird. It's it, sometimes sometimes the algorithms really weird like that, too, because um. I know with my mom's Instagram account, we had one video posted and it was like a short video of someone punching a paddle. And for whatever reason, it got like, it got thousands and thousands of views. Right, I remember that. Thousands of likes. And I don't know, it, it's no different from a lot of our other videos. Is just for whatever, for whatever reason, whatever reason with the algorithm, that's just the way it works. So. Yeah, but I, I think the thing you guys want to be mindful of that, I just read this huge article about TikTokers and mm -hmm. YouTubers. Just because you get lots of views does not mean you're going to make money and it's going no. to monetize. Yeah. Please be very clear of that. I mean, not to be out of line, but, you know, something like a beheading in the Middle East gets billions of views. It's not going to make it in anybody any money. So, I, I, I mean, we want to be mindful of that. I think we spend a lot of time always trying to get tons of views. Where yeah. What if I got one view and it turned into a four-year student? Right. So I think being mindful when we produce content that the content is telling it, telling a story. Right. That's what they kept pushing. The Google expert kept yep. saying with that your secret sauce is telling your story and your story satisfies their needs. Right. And the needs is based upon who is your demographic. So I think that's not going to change. Right. 
Yeah. If you come yeah. into my restaurant and you want pizza and I serve Chinese food, I don't care what kind of song and dance you and I have. I cannot satisfy yeah. that need, mm-hmm. right? I can't satisfy that need. But yeah, if I know I think- you're, but if I know you're hungry and you like to eat out a lot, right? And you're a foodie, then I'll tell you your story about my really killer Chinese food. And if and when you want Chinese food, you might check out my place. Yeah, I think authenticity authenticity should be at the forefront with your business. I agree. I think authentic, authenticity is incredibly important. I also think making sure you're consistent as far as your content you're posting, make sure, you know, as far as branding is consistent, making sure as far as, you know, what, what type of content you're posting, as far as your copy, making sure everything is very consistent. Everything is on brand with what you're putting out there. As far as a schedule, making sure it's going on a consistent basis. So I think all those things are more important than the sensationalism of getting one posts with hundreds of thousands or just chasing just chasing the numbers because the numbers don't really mean anything if you don't get results. No, they don't. And and I think really if you consistently, because I, I say it all the time and I'll say it again, trust is the last true form of marketing. Mm-hmm. So write that down, people. Tattoo it on your forehead. Every time you go to write copy, please don't lie. You, you know, that sense of authenticity. People, I believe, are so internet savvy now. They know when you're BSing. And that's why I have a challenge when you post a stock photo of like, you yep. know, uh, Keanu Reeves and Lawrence Fishburne in this big pagoda from Matrix One fighting. And then they walk <laughs> into the strip mall and you got a freaking mullet. And, and a red, white, and blue flag uniform on. There's a huge disconnect there. And it builds distrust. So don't do that. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Be you, do you, and amplify that, you know, 10x that. Cool, Zach. So we'll pick this up next week. I'm going to wrap okay. up. And next week, we're going to dive deeper on how to set up a Google ad. And hopefully, yep. both Zach and I will have more information on the search you know, using yep. the voice search. Because I think it's something we all can do. And, and because we know that's 41%. And if we do it right, we don't have to pay all these services. Do you see them? They're everywhere. How's that? Left and right. Yep. We'll yep. get ranked high in voice, voice recognition. I believe if we do enough research and data, we can cultivate that ourselves. Oh, yeah. And- There's a lot of things. But those are the things they want to keep from you because the less you guys know, the more power they have over yeah. you and the more money they make off you. So, yeah. um, you know, it's knowledge is the power. Knowledge is money. So. If you know, you know what you're if doing. you have knowledge and you don't take action, it's useless, right? Mm-hmm. Knowledge with action is when it becomes powerful. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I just read that recently. All right, thank, thank you, Zach. Yeah, of course. Have a good day, sir. Yeah, of course. You cool. too, sir. Absolutely. So sorry about the delay a little bit, but we'll pick it up again next weekend and we're going to work on that. All right. So um, it's 12 o'clock, but I want to answer this one question I see here from a Facebook user. Are you still offering private lessons? Absolutely. Absolutely. Our online private lessons have quadrupled since the pandemic and they continue today because they're convenient and because we are dialed in. We teach really well online. That was one of my big things is can I create this experience that they get in person on the mat, something of equal value, not the same. See, that's where people really missed during the pandemic. It's not the same. It's not the same. It is not the same. That, I can't change that, but can I create an experience of equal value virtually? And we've done that. We've done that. So yes, we still do private lessons. They've quadrupled in revenue since the pandemic and it continues today because where we're at, who's going to drive 40 minutes for a 30 minute private lesson? That doesn't cut it. That simply does not cut it. So I want to be mindful of that. Um, I think the, the other thing that came out of that was we offer, you know, how you would tell a kid, show up 15 minutes before class and I'll work with you, right? If they're struggling. Now, we conveniently have 15-minute private lessons virtually that are booked all the time, all the time. Because you can do a little one-on-one for 15 minutes to help tighten, help this child tighten up their stripe. Cool? Does that help? I hope that answers that question. Canada's in the house. What's up, Canada? And I don't know why I can't see everybody's names. I see some as a Facebook user. I see some as... Oh, Bob Poole, Goals Martial Arts. I like that, Bob. Is that new, Goals Martial Arts? I love that. I love that. So, you know, we've talked about rebranding. I'm huge on rebranding. But if I look at the term, the word Goals Martial Arts, and I come to you and say, why do I want to bring my six-year-old to you versus Joe Karate down the street? Well, our goal is to inspire and motivate your child. Because if they set goals and they achieve goals, it builds their self-confidence and builds their self-worth. There you go. Did you like that? You guys like that? 
put that in there, right? So that's what's neat about having a brand. Once you have a brand, you cultivate systems, you cultivate copy, social media posts, language in your culture that resonate that brand. Because once I know my why and I have the purpose and I cultivate a brand, brand identities to live, teach, and preach it. And that's a whole nother subject. Did you love that, Bob? I hope you did. So let me summarize it, right? You got to set up that Google page, set it up right, be authentic, put in those pictures, post like you do at Instagram or Facebook in your Google business page. Make sure your information is consistent. I don't want to go to Google and you have one address and phone number. Then I go over here at Yelp. You got something else. Everything has to be consistent consistent with with everything you post all right be mindful of that be mindful of that right down to me my own personal page i don't want to post something personally that doesn't resonate because people can always see it and i want to make sure the message i'm sending about who we are why you should come to us and how we satisfy your pain points i want that to be consistent across the board cool so where are we going to be april 15th through 18th where are we going to be, Marco? Put it up. You're going to be at It's Time Live Balance. Balance. It's all about balance. And that date's not correct anymore. It's April 15th to 18th because that's Easter weekend. But what I'll have to fix that frame for you, Marco. I will. April 15th through 18th, 20 school owners. That's it. 20 people. Very intensive. You want to make the best investment? That would be yourself. You are your best investment. Invest now. Be one of the 20. I think we have 17 spots left as of today. Oh, it's all the way next year in April. Success is something you plan for and it starts right now. So Mark will put the link in there for you and you can have that. Thank you to my sponsors, Market Muscles, My Studio, Kids Love Life Skills, LC Accounting. Everybody, I love you. Thank you. Thank you to the My Studio uh, Business Summit. It was great being out there, uh, being able to share as well as learn. To me, the yin to the yang. You know, living is giving, so I love to give, I love to share, but anytime I can learn at the same time, I'm a happy camper. Cool. Thank you, Marco, for holding down the back end of this today. I am Brandon Beliso. Please subscribe to this podcast, Success Never Sleeps, my Mindful Meditations podcast. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Follow me at Instagram. For everything else, go to BrandonBeliso.com. This is Success Never Sleeps. Who am I? I'm Brandon Beliso. Until we talk again, please, 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 you go out there, live your best life.